great future. We're talking real money. It's the Talking Real Money podcast, videocast. We're not sure what this will be yet. You see, here's what we do. Tom and I get together once a week, uh, twice a week. We record some podcasts and videocasts, and then we pick one of them, one of them, to represent us in living color on YouTube. Tom hates that. He he hates that. You don't like the YouTube channel at all, do you? It's not a matter of don't like. You it's don't a like matter it. of don't use. I mean, <laughs> no offense to the few of you that do tune into the YouTube channel, well, but, but it's the but few of you. So God bless you. You but, have to remember that back in yeah. 2014, when the Talking Real Money podcast began, that we only had a few hundred people listening. Touché. You have to be there to get the eyeballs or the earballs. Wait, consistency, ear consistency. Got it. Frequency. Okay. Mr. Advertising Frequency. Guy. <laughs> Frequency. Back on back on with the uh, wisdom glasses, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, family pets, wild animals, aliens listening to this uh, out in space somewhere. <laughs> Tom's Tom's in the hangar. I'm in the Florida studio, Is still it, under construction. You, don't say the hangar because one person thought I actually lived in a hangar. I tell them, no, I don't actually live in a hangar. I live actually, in an okay, I, you know, so, I, I'd rather, I'd rather them think that live from the <laughs> Air and Space Museum. Uh, that's not a bad place to live. How long could I get away with hiding there until they probably, given cool. all the planes with all their little nooks oh. and crannies and cockpits, probably a while. That's a you great idea. Like, was that? What was the movie? That was with, Tom who Hanks stuck, lived Tom in the Hanks airport. stuck in the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Stuck in the air and space. I got to write a screenplay for that. I think, I, I think we're on to something. Maybe that's my retirement job. Switching stuck from the B-17 a, to the This could be B-24. like a cross between that and Night in the Museum. It'd be stuck <laughs> exactly. in the museum. I, as long as I can play Teddy Roosevelt, I'm okay. So, Teddy stuck in a museum. Yeah. Holy bully. Nope. When did Teddy die? Yeah, I guess they about did. Have 19, okay. About nineteen twenty. Yeah, they did have planes. Not many. Sure. I got like one. <laughs> um, hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Real Money. I'm Don in the Florida studio, still under construction, perpetually under construction, because you know the supply chain in America really it's a slow. Mess. I've got stuff that's been on order for the studio for eight, nine, ten weeks. Oh, it's by ridiculous. the way, speaking of that, if I could quick what? aside here about the supply yeah. chain. Because yeah. we're having trouble finding CPAs to help our clients and prospects. So someone said, I think it's a supply chain issue. And I said, so do you think they're in one of those cargo con- storage containers like off the coast of Long Beach waiting to be shipped in? I, I don't know. So if you're a CPA, <laughs> a container full call of accountants. Us. Exactly. They're all floating around out there in the Pacific Ocean. Why do we need a CPA? You mean just to recommend to clients? Yes, exactly. We're short oh. on CPA. So call us. Oh, well, there opportunity for you CPAs out there for referrals. Everybody needs referrals, right? Ron? And by the way, no? if you're stuck in one of those storage containers, we'll throw you a cheese sandwich or something off the coast, too. So you got that to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, but now, now with uh, with uh, SpaceX, you can actually get internet service in your container. Oh, there's anywhere. <laughs> comforting while you're sloshing. I up started and down. to say who we were, and then oh, we just please. keep going off. Yeah. We All just right. keep going off in Let's another direction. Let's get to the meat of the matter. Are you done? I'm holding my breath now. Shit. I'm Don McDonald. 
that's Tom Cock. Can't make him stop talking because his family's in Mexico and he's so lonely. He won't shut up. <laughs> it is true. Uh, All right. Uh, hi. Welcome no. to the program. We want to talk to you about money. And we hope you'll call us with your questions at 855-935-TALK, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can also send them in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Today, we want to talk about stupid human investing tricks. Uh, this is one of my favorite topics is the dumb things that people do with their money. And this one kind of takes the cake because I can't really figure out why the heck you'd want to do it anyway. It was in the news uh, last week. I think it was in the Wall Street. Yeah, Wall Street Journal. I got it right here. A couple, the McNulty family. For some strange reason, felt they needed to have an IRA invested in gold, which of its uh, in and of itself is bad enough, Tom. I mean, and you can own gold in your IRA just by owning GLD. I mean, there's always oh, and there's apparently, ETFs, but these people are so paranoid that they yeah. don't even trust a gold ETF. No, nope. they're precious money no they wanted to have their ira in the basement just right there in the house so they got a vault and they set up a self-directed ira and they put the money the gold and silver uh in the basement well actually i think it was just gold and just gold. uh there's a rule against that you you can't that would be like putting your money in your own business in your IRA. You can't do that. You can't keep it in the basement because think about it. If you had your gold in the basement, you could buy and sell it without anyone knowing at the IRS so that you could uh, you could trade it and and not pay taxes or have the penalties that are associated with having your IRA with a custodian. This is why IRA assets are supposed to be custodied with someone. Now, there's a loophole that allows you to have a self-directed IRA so that you can do things with it, but the custodian is not supposed to allow you to keep the stuff in the basement. So the IRS said, you are bad people. You can't do that. And they hit them with a 300 thousand dollar three hundred thousand dollar plus penalty for doing that and you know basically the article is saying hey folks before you do something go consult with one of those accountants in a shipping container off the coast of uh, of los angeles or seattle if you can find one uh, okay, before you even do that, let's just consider the way the the method in which they did this. You you mentioned it briefly. Self-directed individual retirement account. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Self-directed IRA. Right. Right. And just for the it's record, it's a variation on the old self-directed theme. When I was a stockbroker, yeah. we did provide self-directed IRAs, and you could uh-huh. buy mutual funds, individual stocks. You could buy pretty much whatever you wanted, as long as the brokerage firm kept Held custody them. of those things. And by this the way, different. self-directed self-directed IRAs are they available at Schwab? No. Are they available at Fidelity? Nope. Are they available at Vanguard? Nope. Are they available at major brokerages? Uh Uh-uh. Why? Well, because they know they are bad news. 
And why do you want a self-directed IRA? Well, you want it so you could own, well, as this family did, precious metals, commodities, private placements. You can put limited partnerships in a self-directed IRA. You can put tax lien certificates. You could put, here's the big one, real estate, because people want to put real estate in these things. You can run around. You can find it all on the internet. By the way, if you type in self-directed IRA, you come up with, on, in a search engine, I won't give them the name this time, you come up with like 124 million results because everybody wants to sell you one of these things because they're special. They're not just index funds. They're not just stocks and bonds. But they're not a good idea. The fees are outrageous. I took a look, Don, to set one up. Fee. Mm-hmm. Annual amount. Fee. Renewal fee. Fee. Way cut into any earnings you may have. Um, these are superfluous. You know, uh, uh, it's just, but I, I for really me. want to make this – I want to make a distinction clear, though. There are two kinds of self-directed IRAs. I just checked, and just like we offered at Dean Witter, Merrill Lynch offers a self-directed IRA. It's called Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing, and it doesn't cost a lot. But it is not what we're talking about, where you are able to put these oddball assets that don't trade publicly – into an account. These are a different kind of self self-directed IRA. They should actually have a different name. They should um, have a different name because this is the, the yeah. reason people want to invest in these are because they're alternative investments. They're not garden variety if you will, right? They're not the stuff that that we talk about on this program that really any rational should invest investor should be in. These are alternatives. And the reason people put money in alternatives is because I can't make any money in stocks or bonds. Wrong. You've made a lot of money in stocks and bonds for the long haul. You don't need them. You don't need alternative investments. If you want to invest in real estate, if you want to be a real estate investor, there's a thousand other ways to invest in real estate, whether you're doing it on your own, working with a partnership, all of those kind of things. So this is just one. And I know we do spend, and you're very good about this, Don, telling people things to eliminate, to just not consider. This mm-hmm. is one of those. You do yeah, not need it. Yeah, it really is. I'm looking at an article from Investopedia on uh, on these self-directed accounts, and they, they looked up and researched some of the better companies that offer these. But as Tom said, you want to know what the actual numbers are? Here's one from a company called Equity Trust. Um, they, uh, they charge up to $2,150 a year in custodial fees for their account. Uh, here's another one that charges you a thousand dollars to open the account and three hundred dollars a year. So you're going to be spending a lot of money for these accounts. You are going to be in potentially shaky territory. You would need these guys to protect you from audits and problems. And then you're doing, you're committing the cardinal sin of real investing. And that is, Focusing your assets, not diversifying your assets. So higher fees, lack of diversification, higher risks. Why would you want and, to do this stuff? And, and oh, there's liquidity. More. Liquidity. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it, you can't call them tomorrow and say, put that money in my bank, which you can with any other individual retirement account should you need it. You can't go get it. So, no, I, yeah. again, these are one of those things that you put in the Don McDonald uh, dustbin of history. Uh, and say goodbye. Oh, I keep the dustbin of history. I'm in charge of that. <laughs> it's your well. You're remodeling your office there. You got you got plenty of room. I need for a maybe good dustbin. Burn barrel uh, of history. Wouldn't that be better? Let's see what are we? 
You know what we need? We need you to call us with questions at 855-935-TALK. You can call us with those anytime, 855-935-8255. You can also, though, send them in at TalkingRealMoney.com, and we have a ton of those. We really rarely lack for typed-in questions. For some reason, you like typing. People like to do that. It's kind of like my daughter. It's like, don't call me, text me. My generation. That's not the only daughter or yeah son that does that. That don't feel alone there. No, I don't. It's just uh, it's It's just just, it is strange. It's like are you gonna uh, are you gonna now offer one of those questions, or we just gonna sit here and and look at each other? I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna give you a break. I'm gonna give you a really short one. (laughs) Wouldn't that be and a really really easy one? Okay, this is such a you you can just all right. You ready? Yes, sir. It, it affects the subject as short one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hello, Tom and Don. Uh, where does a REIT index fund like VNQ fall in the equity versus fixed side of my asset allocation? Where do you put it? That's Tommy pretty boy? easy because a REIT, Real Estate Investment Trust, is a holding of many companies that hold commercial real estate of a variety of uh, they could be landlords for apartment buildings they could own malls they could own buildings in downtowns or whatever place so they hold commercial real estate so this is an asset class should not be categorized as a bond there is no guarantee to a REIT the way a bond is remember a bond is truly an IOU issued by a corporation, a government, et cetera, that says, we'll pay, give you your money back with the promised interest. Now, do they always do that? No, but there's a promise there. None of that exists with a real estate investment trust. You're simply giving them the money. They're investing it in these properties. Hopefully, they're collecting rents. They're also enjoying, hopefully, a rising real estate market, which we've had lately. Not true all the time, by the way. So these are definitely equity like they are not bond like in any sense of the word so when you're looking at your portfolio this should be on the equity side not the fixed income side all right there you have it tom says put them on the equity side thank you for that thank you for the question thank you tom thank you, you for the answer thank My you all pleasure. for being a part of what we do uh remember we have a a, a new retire meet coming up in 2022 last year because of covid we did retire meet totally online and it was very successful it actually worked so this year our hope is to do both an in-person retire meet in bellevue washington and an online one the good news about the un- uh, the in-person one you got to pay the you get food you get food you get free food you pay nice food. You get food good sandwich good food yeah. the online one since you don't get food you have to provide your own, B-Y-O-F, bring your own food, you get for free. But you need to sign up for it because we only have a limited number of digital seats. We actually have digital seats. So go to retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com and sign up. Do you have anything else you'd like to say about that, Thomas? What? February 26, 2022. It's sometime in February. I'll be there. Don will be there. Paul Merriman will be there. All kinds of uh, Apollo Pescu will be there. Herb Weisbaum will be at all, at all. Everything, honestly, you need to know about retirement in, I think it's like six short hours or something. So it's a heck of a program. This was your idea, yeah. and we're just carrying it out. 
We actually cover everything from getting ready to retire to actually retiring, and we are not going to depress you with the post-retirement phase. <laughs> the thing that comes after retirement. That's we don't have that. Yeah. Next, <laughs> That's next, the next, next that'll be <laughs> it'll be it'll be funeral meat. Uh, <laughs> that is really cremation versus burial. Oh, God. Oh, God, <laughs> we'll have a please. panel discussion. Oh. All right. Uh, thank you all for being there here wherever you are and uh, something burning okay we're okay tom and i wish you all the best this holiday season unless you listen (laughs) to the podcast when it's not a holiday season so we're just gonna do what we do which is to hang out here in our little rooms tom's with the airplanes (laughs) mine with the panels and talk about real money you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?